Josh Jacobs is back. But what's it mean for you? What's it mean for existing Josh Jacobs owners? What's it mean for prospective Josh Jacobs owners? And if you're drafting today, tomorrow, the next week, do you go after him? Or do you avoid him at what likely will be a pretty significant bump in, in fantasy football ADP value? And the question you got to ask yourself is, are there safer players? Just because he's back doesn't mean he's back to his old 2022 fantasy football production. Because this man's coming in with a close to 400 touch resume from last year. He's coming into uh, almost the beginning of September without being on the field with his teammates, which oftentimes leads to injury. We're going to break it all down and more. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Josh Jacobs signing an adjusted one-year deal. This is what fantasy football owners have been waiting for that currently own him, that want to own him, that have him um, on their fantasy rosters already or are preparing to draft him. And, you know, let's be real. There is, you know, some good news here, right? There's good news here. I'm not saying this isn't good news. Josh Jacobs, let me let me put the report up, is, is signing a one-year adjusted deal. Um, the Raiders decided to do what they said they reportedly weren't going to do, which was give him the one-year adjusted deal. Uh, $12 million is similar to the Saquon Barkley deal. Essentially, teams had until July 17 to ink their franchise tag players, their designated franchise tag players, to a long-term deal, meaning Jacobs and the Raiders could not, no matter which side or both sides wanted to come to terms on a long-term deal they couldn't there's no more long-term deal even possible even if both sides wanted it because the july 17 deadline passed the only option is kind of a rare but now used twice this offseason adjusted one year deal and essentially the franchise tag offer is that that 10.1 million dollars that's what barkley was going to get that's what jacobs was going to get jacobs didn't sign it jacobs not signing it led to him getting 12 million instead of 10.1 so at the end of the day it was a win for his bank account uh for barkley it was a win for his bank account the only difference is barkley got to get back on the field quicker which will avoid and stave off potential injury now he won. He won in terms of getting a little more money, but a lot of people believe Barkley and Jacobs folded in a very, very bleak running back market in terms of uh, the amount of money running backs are earning in contracts and 12 point whatever, 12 million even versus 10.1. It, it, look, it's a, it's a significant bump when you really look at the numbers, okay? This is, a, this is close to a $2 million increase. That's a lot. He he won in terms of his bank account. The question is, what kind of potential injury plague season did he set himself up for? It is what it is. He has to play in that Raiders offense. He has to play behind 
uh, an offensive line that's going to be unfortunately tested against a lot of eight-man fronts as Jimmy Garoppolo most likely fails to move the football down the field at a consistent pace, okay? Maybe O'Connell comes in. That's the one saving grace, I think, that is in place that's in the shadows right now that could come popping out and help this team, help Adams, help Jacobs get the football uh, matriculating down the football field so that both Jacobs and Adams can actually try and deliver upon their very high price tag in fantasy football. I don't I don't know that either Jacobs or Adams, even with O'Connell, will get you back what you're paying. Not saying they can be total busts if O'Connell gets in there, but I don't believe Jimmy Garoppolo would stay in the lineup long anyway, whether it's due to injury or bad play. Jimmy Garoppolo is not starting the entire season, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Prove me wrong, Jimmy. Prove me wrong. I, I'd be glad to see it, but this man right here, Jacobs, is unfortunately going to be facing a lot of eight-man fronts, stacked boxes. Hey, let's stop Jacobs, and let's let Jimmy Garoppolo try and knife us apart. Let's see if he can throw footballs around the field. Let's see if he can throw more than 15 yards down the field. Uh, I don't think he's going to have great, great success airing it out. Jimmy's a first read, get the football out of my hands as quick as possible so that I'm not ended up on the ground injured or fumbling the ball or causing a turnover. Caused a lot of turnovers in his last couple of years in San Francisco. So this is not a situation I love just from the, the team build perspective. Who's throwing the football? How the football is going to get moved down the field? How often will the Raiders be in the red zone? I don't think it'll be even close to last year under the command of Jimmy Garoppolo. But the one problem that I have, the biggest problem I have, the biggest combination of problems I have, and this isn't me doubling down. I know a lot of people think that I, I'm a double down Donnie sometimes. We all are double down Donnies on occasion. It's just the nature of being a human being. This is your boy studies psych. I bring it to the, I bring psychology to the fantasy football realm as much as I can because it's interesting. And sometimes we have weaknesses where we have a bias. We have a, a recency bias. We have a, the sunk cost fallacy that, that you sometimes often hear about where teams throw more bad after good because they've got the investment so heavily in like, let's say uh, a situation where you know a team is constantly just going after a quarterback that they know is going to sink them. Some people say Trey Lance was that. Some people say that the quarterback situation in San Francisco is that, that they just continue to, to throw more bad at, at this problem or throw more good at this problem instead of going out and trying to get a Lamar Jackson, which is what I said would have created a championship in San Francisco in 2023. But they didn't do that. The Raiders decided to go after a lesser quarterback. The Raiders put Jacobs in a position where he's probably facing tons of eight-man fronts, which is going to lead to potential injury. But the two problems I have most of all are that this man, and this is not me doubling down, this is me just continuing to send the same message, and his contract doesn't really change that. His contract doesn't change that I don't love his situation, that I don't like the odds of him repeating last year which very few running backs do when you have almost 400 touches, you're usually set up very hardcore for a potential injury that next year. When you mix in the fact that this man's been sitting out, not out there on the field cutting, I don't care if you're working out, it doesn't matter. The, the likelihood of an injury off of a holdout or some sort of like um, 
August absence at all, whether it's holdout, whether it's not coming in to sign a, a one-year deal like Jacobs. He wasn't under contract. There's no fines or anything that he's accrued. He was not under contract. He sat out and said, give me a better deal. They did. He won. He won in terms of his bank account. But sitting out almost all of August leads to injury. Let's call it, if I don't have the numbers in front of me, and, and I, I would imagine it's astronomically high. That's all I can really tell you over the, the 20 years of experiencing covering players, holdouts, fantasy football from a 20-year perspective. I, I can just tell you that it's an astronomically high number. You hold out through all of August. You have a significant, not small, not kind of, not, oh, yeah, there's some times where people get hurt, a significant risk of injury from holding out of all of August. Significant. You mix that, couple that with the fact that he had close to 400 touches, which in itself makes you one of the biggest injury risks at the running back position heading into the next year. Those two things combined make me run. Make me run from Josh Jacobs at anywhere near top of three round value, which is where I assume he's going to start going. I think people love the what's new, what's fresh. And now that Jacobs is now a, a piece of news that that is positive and on the on the upward, people are going to run into a draft and say, this is exciting. This is a running back I haven't drafted in a while. And I bet on underdog fantasy promo code Smitty, by the way. And if you want to draft with us tonight, hit this link right now. I'm going to drop it in the live stream. Hit this link. Do it live. Get signed up. We'll be drafting tonight. Code Smitty will get you, get you up to $100 bonus match on your first deposit, dollar for dollar. The link's in the description of every video if you're watching the replay. I, I have a feeling people are going to get really excited about this in, in terms of, okay, new player, haven't been drafting him, now he's going to go up. And this is going to, thank God, thank God, bump down Brees Hall one or two running back slots because that's the nature of it. When one guy rises, one or two guys rise with them, fall with them. Sometimes it's not just a one draft slot move. And oftentimes when a running back goes up or down or a wide receiver goes up or down or a quarterback or a tight end, the, the guy doesn't necessarily go up one draft slot. Sometimes he goes up two or three or four overall draft slots, especially when it's a running back or a quarterback because for some reason, there's only so many people want to fit into a certain area. So top 24, Jacobs, if Jacobs were to climb into the top 24 somehow, some way, back into the second round, that would move maybe him up one, two, three overall draft slots. That could move Jameer Gibbs down two or three overall draft slots and one or two running back slots because you just don't know how the marbles will move around in the glass when you throw another marble in that's a different size and meaning this guy's value increased his marble increased in the glass jar and everything's going to get jostled around and it's so entertaining to walk in and try and figure out when the dust settles what happened where's everybody getting bumped around to this news couldn't be better if you're a Jameer Gibbs uh, fan. Couldn't be better if you're a Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker believer. This couldn't be better if you're a Calvin Ridley owner or a Fields or Burrow owner. This move bumps every single one of those guys down a little bit on the ADP ranks. We don't know which one's going to get affected most positively. And when I say positively, I mean their ADP sinks a little bit more than you expected. This is great news 
on several different levels. It's great news for those that do believe in Jacobs. And if you believe in Jacobs, trust your gut. Don't have me change your opinion. If you think this man is going to duplicate what he did last year and you think it in the core of your being, don't let me come in and change your mind. I'm here to give you my opinion. Am I wrong sometimes? Absolutely. Do I feel like I'm going to be wrong here? No, I do not. Do I feel like that there's too many red flags that are staring you right in the face, writing on the wall, 400 touches almost last year, injury. Holding out all of August, injury. Eight-man front, stacked boxes, not able to move the football down the field, injury. And not living in the red zone, lack of touchdowns. I don't want Jacobs. Let everybody else scoop him up. I hope he climbs into round two. It'll be amazing. Let's hit the uh, let's hit the phone lines. My boy Reebok's in the building. Uh, let everyone else draft Jacobs. I'm avoiding still. This is coming from a, a, a local there in Las Vegas too. I, I thought you know I felt a little apprehensive when I saw Reebok there going. Ah, you know my boy Reebok. I don't want to I don't want to piss off Reebok. I'm not gonna read it yet. I'm not gonna read it yet. And then I look over at, at the Raider fan and I see him being lockstep with your boy Smitty. <laughs> so, uh, like, I mean, if that doesn't tell you something, this is a local Raider fan. He's sitting right there, probably right next to Jacobs in the restaurant that Jacobs was in, talking this deal out with the owner. And Reebok looked over and said, oh, there's Jacobs right there. And even even Reebok is saying it doesn't feel like a situation he necessarily wants to go near. And I don't blame him. And I'm not doubling down. I'm not doubling down Donnie right now. That's not what this is. That's not what this is. This is me being real with you, and everybody needs to you know, understand that this is a prediction game. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. But again, this doesn't feel like a double-down Donnie move on my part. I'm just telling you how I see it. I'm calling it like I see it, and this is a big avoid in fantasy football, and it's the best moment we've had in the last week or two in terms of these other players and the different degrees of separation and the, the collateral damage, and I mean damage in a good way, to the ADP values of all the guys that are probably going to be below Jacobs that Jacobs is going to shove down just a little bit. Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, amazing, amazing. Gibbs, probably going to help us out with Jameer Gibbs. Ridley, probably making Ridley a, a third-round ADP staple on underdog. And Ridley was climbing into the bottom of two. Ridley was going at 2.11 on underdog for weeks. And I bet you he gets nudged down into the 3.1 territory. We'll, we'll check. We'll check on next week or in three days, two days, whenever the underdog ADP adjusts. But I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. Let's hit the super chats and the phone calls. I'll open up the phone lines just briefly for you guys if you want to call in and talk about this. Um, the super chats are as follows. We got some super chats rolling in. Let me, uh, let me go ahead and uh, get these real quickly. Thank you all for dropping supers. We got a couple. We got a couple. Uh, a couple wads right on screen here. Uh, Navy vet dropping a a, a ten dollar hauler. All ten dollar haulers to the moon get moonshots young man so navy vet says ppr keeper eighth pick uh eighth pick what's his question here 210 of you in here punch the thumb up button there's only 46 thumbs up those are rookie numbers we can do better this question right here eighth pick um justin jefferson tony pollard garrett wilson waddle very good start bro very good start this is like a this is a 10-man league it looks like a five 
eighth pick, J.J. Pollard, Garrett Wilson, Waddle, Fields, Swift, Pickens, Javante. Get out of here with this team. Thoughts or moves? No moves. No moves needed. The only player I want to move maybe is Rashad White. I've been talking about that as much as I loved him last year, as much as I love him as a player, as much as I love where he went to school because your boy went to school to ASU twice. So I've got a little loyalty to the to the, to the the ASU players. And, and I, you know... There's just too much risk. He's taking, he's sharing first team reps with Sean Tucker right now. The offense is kind of concerning for me. Red zone opportunities could be limited. Maybe B Rob and, and Rashad White to a, a running back needy owner. That's a potential possibility. You could you could go Rashad White and Waddle. Even though I know I know a lot of you love Waddle, but maybe you upgrade Waddle into a better wide receiver, a, a monster. You know, I, I think that maybe Rashad White and Waddle could maybe get you a top three wide receiver, potentially, if you wanted to go that route. Other than that, I mean, Rashad White and Swift for one better wide receiver. You could sell Pickens on the high. I don't know that I even want to do that because I love Pickens, but those are the only moves, bro. This team's ready to rumble. You just leave it the way it is. You go out there and you do it live. That's 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 basically the, the best advice I can give you. Uh, what is going on there? Cylon, what are you doing, bro? You at the laundry mat? What's going on? You're live. Hello? Yeah. yeah. This is Cylon 7. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. What's up, Cylon? Hey, yeah. Uh, I had a draft question for you, and I was hoping I could run it by you. Okay. Um, I'm in a, currently in a 12-team half PPR redraft league. Okay. And I'm at the one one spot, and I'm going Jefferson first. All right. Now, I'm looking for the wraparound second, third pick, and if it's there... Can I take Mahomes and Hurts? Is this one... is not a this is not a super flex league. This is all for um, trade position um, in the beginning of the year. No. Bro, bro, do you know how many people I deal with this every single year? Look, there's one. There's a difference between what you're talking about in best ball and what you're talking about in non best ball. I'll take two quarterbacks yeah. in best ball because optimal scoring. You don't get. You don't have to make a decision. It'll the system will put Mahomes in there if he scores forty five points. He'll put Jalen Hurts in there if he scores forty five points and rotate them. And there's a strategy there to draft two QBs in a best ball. But good God, okay. son, th this is something that I deal with over and over and over every year. One or two or three or four of my my uh, viewers will call in in yeah. a frantic. State of what do I do here? I drafted two tight ends in a one tight end league. I drafted Andrews and Kelsey. You know why I did it, yeah. Smitty? So I can trade one. Smitty, I'm real confident, Smitty, that I'm gonna <laughs> control. I'm gonna control the tight end market in a one tight end league and draft two tight ends. Hey, Smitty, in a one QB non best ball, I'm gonna take Mahomes and Hurt, Smitty, and people will be knocking down my door for a trade. Let me ask you a question. Why not just take the player you're going to eventually try and get in a trade and be begging to get? Why not just take that player right now instead of taking yeah, the second but, quarterback? Okay, so here, okay, I want Amon Ra. There's no way I'm going to get him. Who says you're going to get I Amon Ra for sure by taking this quarterback? 
I think there's a good chance, but not, not, not. Okay, so okay. I'll well, have an example. Hold what on. If you want, what if you want Garrett? What if, what if you want Garrett Wilson? Okay. What if you want, what Cylon, if Devontae Adams goes the, crazy? Cylon, what if you want Diggs? Like any of these good Cylon, um, receivers. Cylon, yeah, yeah, here's the I, problem with your bad. logic, though. You've got to have yeah. so many things fall into place. The the St. Brown owner, what if he owns Pat? <sighs> what if he owns Fields? What if then the, the Diggs no owner drafts Joe Burrow? Like, you got to understand something, Cylon. The the quarterback pool is so thick, bro. It's deep. The the the, the players you want, these guys are going to be fine at quarterback. They're not necessarily going to go. Yeah, I want to I want to trade I want to trade St. Brown for Hurts. Don't you think they would have just drafted Hurts at number thirteen overall instead of St. Brown if they wanted that trade? Like Cylon, you're you're. You're setting yourself up to kick yourself in the nuts every single Sunday. And you're going to call into my show. Listen to me, Cylon. (laughs) You're going to call into my show every day and say, Smitty, how do I get rid of Jalen Hurts? How do I get rid of, how do I trade one of my quarterbacks? No one's wanting to trade the in my trade, league. But, but here's the thing. No, no. But Smitty, you're the trade expert. Like that's where you're like you're you're so good with the trades, in season trades. I can't. I think help there's it. something to be said. My no. but, but my Zero. uh this Zero league I'm talking about, it's it's a heavy trading league and people value QBs like then they would like draft him, Cylon. Other. Then they would draft him. You gotta yeah, understand. But you maybe got... they but maybe they're thinking about getting them in the third round. Cylon. There's then, go, there's I mean, going to be a lot of, I don't there's going to be one guy be if you're lucky. <laughs> listen to listen yeah. to the odds I'm about to explain to you. There's going to be one yeah. guy if you're lucky in your league that would reverse trade that at the end of the at the end of the draft and say shit I t- I made a mistake bro. If I could go back I'd take Hurts instead because he took him. I can't believe Cylon is such a crafty man. Yeah, he looks. He's this. such a hold on. Yeah, he looks. Cylon, hold on. Yeah, yeah. There's one yeah. guy in your league that might think that way, but guess what? You have to then have the odds that he didn't get a quarterback that he loves and he's desperate at quarterback. You're not gonna. Yeah. The quarterback pool is so deep. If I have Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love, and I missed out on Hurts, I'm not trading St. Brown or Garrett Wilson or any guy. Why not just take Jameer Gibbs? What is wrong with Jameer Gibbs? What's wrong with What's wrong with Calvin Ridley? Why not just grab one of those guys now and find the guy yeah. you believe is the best ability to get to the to the St. Brown or Garrett Wilson level? Because there are guys that are there, Cylon. They could be that good. Yeah. Waddle's falling yeah. sometimes. Why wouldn't you just say, give me that player now? Give me that player now instead of going through the anguish of trying to trade a second. This is a ridiculous conversation, Cylon. You, I know you think you, you, I know you think you got it cracked. I know you think you got it cracked. I promise no, you. I don't, I don't have it cracked. I'm not, that's why I called you, man. I, okay. I don't have anything cracked. I'm not. I'm not okay. claiming to. I was just wanting your opinion. I never heard of it before, so I thought I'd. Um, I yeah, thought I'd hear your opinion. Idea. But it's not a good idea. I, you're look, not. You're not on it. That's can I tell you an good. example where it does make sense? There was yeah, there yeah. was a year that Drew Brees, when Drew Brees and I think Peyton Manning were the top two quarterbacks, and there was a year where Drew Brees kept falling. He kept falling, uh-huh. bro. He kept falling. And he fell to, he should have been a, like a second round pick, and he fell to like the fifth and a half round territory. I took yeah. him when I already had Peyton Manning. And the yeah. league laughed at me. The league said, everybody lock arms. Do not trade with Smitty. Let him just waste his fifth <laughs> round pick. And I said, watch, one of you poor slums is going to come to me for Drew, for Drew Brees 
who's going to be, in your mind, a first-rounder. Because back then, this is back when Drew Brees, Peyton Manning were throwing, you know, those massive amounts of touchdowns. They were first-round picks, and Brees fell. He shouldn't have fell. So I took him, and everybody locked arms. 11 guys said, we're not trading with you. Bro, those guys crumbled so quick. I got got (laughs) Rob Gronkowski, who was a top-12 overall pick for Drew Brees by week three. And I want I smashed the league. Everybody was upset. That's the thing. They said, hold on, hold on, Cylon. They said I got lucky. Yeah, yeah. They said I got lucky. Oh, you got lucky. Someone traded with you. No, I knew someone was going to trade with me. But Cylon, that was a fifth rounder. That was a fifth but rounder. About, You're talking about a third on. round pick, Cylon, where Jameer Gibbs is. No, I take yeah. Jameer Gibbs. Ah. I take look. If you're trying to trade Hurts week two. And you say, Smitty, I screwed up. I didn't listen to you. I took uh, <laughs> took Mahomes and Hurts with my, in my top three picks. What do I do? I'm going to tell you, trade for Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> go get, yeah, go and get that's Jameer. Possible. And that's possible. So that's what's that's what I'm talking about, though. If you can let it slide for you know week one, week two, week three, some of these guys are going to be just begging. Like you said, they're going to be begging for. I did say. I, I mean, did, you got a no, gold mine. You got sil- a gold mine on your bench. A gold mine. Cylon, you're, and they're going to start seeing the numbers. They're going to start seeing the numbers. They're going to say, oh, I'm on Ra. You know, he's, uh, he's not getting the numbers that Hurts gets. You know, like, I don't know. I just think there's Call something terminated. to be said for it. But. The, <laughs> oh, the, no. The I can't hear him. You all better right. change your topic fast because this is going downhill right, for right, you. Right. I, I have a feeling I've convinced you of nothing. I have a feeling you're going to do this. No, you're gonna, no, you're gonna be, no, no. There's no You're probably going to be yeah, too no scared to call in, though, and ask for my advice because you're going to be like, shit. It's a, it's a harebrained, it's a harebrained um, idea. I just wanted to get what you, what, what you would say, that's all. I had never heard anyone talk about the topic, so my bad. That's now why, I know. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason, Cylon. <laughs> Uh, all good, man. Well, I appreciate your insight, and yep. I won't be calling you well, anymore. Well, but I'll be calling you throughout the season. So yeah, no, you can call um, me more. I'm not. More... I'm not trying to drive you away. But you know, happy yeah, hunting. Yeah. I, call me in week two when you do this, because I have a feeling you are. You don't sound like the kind of guy that listens. <laughs> all right, later, bro. <laughs> uh, he's calling back. That guy's calling back. There's just no way. There's no way he's listening to a word I'm saying. I, I can tell right now. The guy, the guy doesn't isn't paying attention, <laughs> but that's okay. Look, we all need we need Cylons in this world. Cylon is doing his thing, uh, <laughs> and uh, he's going to be calling me. Look, we had Spiffy's. If Spiffy's watching right now, Spiffy can give you a firsthand account of of somebody that did this against my advice. He took Kyle Pitts and Mark Andrews, I think, and he couldn't get rid of Kyle Pitts all year. He was begging somebody to take Kyle Pitts. The offers he was getting at the end of the day were garbage, were awful. At the end of the day, this guy, this guy couldn't. Spiffy knows what I'm talking about. Spiffy's watching. He couldn't get like a wide receiver three for Kyle Pitts. How did that work out? Didn't work out well for him at all. And I was disappointed the whole year. Spiffy, don't ever do that again. All right, let's hit these uh, super chats here. Uh, we got this one from Problem Bless, ten dollar hauler, all ten dollar hauler to the moon. Uh, unbelievable, unbelievable! That guy, he he wasn't letting go of it. He wasn't letting go of it at all. Smitty, up! I need I need uh, more running backs. It's PPR two flex. T. Law, Bijan, Pierce, Saint Brown, Alave, Goddard, Ridley, Pacheco. Great team bench pickings. It's a good good squad. Uh, the only thing you could really do at this point, to be honest with you, bro, is is potentially trade 
you know, like a bench player with Pierce to upgrade Pierce. I don't want you trading St. Brown. I don't want you trading Ridley. I don't want you trading Pacheco. I don't want you trading Bijan or T. Law. These are these are really this is a really good team. Maybe you try and you know maybe you got to wait for for Quentin Johnson to do something. I don't know. Pickens and and, and Pacheco for one better player. Uh, maybe Pierce and Pickens for one better player. Maybe those are the only things I could think of. Nine seven three caller. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Michael. Michael from New Jersey. Me? What's up, my guy? Uh, hang tight, real quickly. Uh, seven six five caller. Who's this, and where are you calling from? Okay, seven six caller. Okay, they hung up. Okay, Michael from New Jersey. What can I do for you? So I'm in a twelve man. I'm gonna break down the scoring format because it's a little like unique compared to other leagues. It's a twelve man half PPR. Three-point bonus at 300 passing yards, 100 rushing, and 100 receiving. Perfect I'm at the problem. 111, and I'm struggling with exactly who to target in that range. Because there's so many guys I think are in the same tier. It doesn't feel like a value pick for me. Thank you, problem. Okay, uh, so you're struggling at the 111. Uh, look, yeah. th- this one's pretty simple for me. I mean, I get this question probably, you know, 100,000 times a day, and I'm, I'm exaggerating, but only by a little bit. It, it's... We, we we got the we got the um, double decker as as a usual suspect for this draft slot. Have you seen the double decker? The double decker? Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's, um, I'm here, not sure what you're. Yeah. Here, to. here here here's the double decker. I'll play it for you. I don't know if you're watching. I don't really. You don't turn the audio up or necessarily, but I'll I'll turn the volume up so you can kind of hear it. The double decker, pronounced double decker in academic circles is drafting both among Los St. Brown and Garrett Wilson back-to-back in rounds one and two, the double-decker. So the double-decker the double decker essentially is Garrett Wilson, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Or you could go CeeDee Lamb or A.J. Brown if you needed to, but the double-wide receiver is a, a really, really solid move. But you could also go balanced and go Tony Pollard if you like Tony Pollard. But that 11, unless you get Bijan, unless you get Kelsey to fall, which are very unlikely... It really does come down to, you know, trying to dominate the running back, running back later. Like, if you could get Garrett Wilson, St. Brown, then come back with the Jameer Gibbs and Kenneth Walker fields, then your team's fire. Kenneth Walker, Fields, uh, uh, Brees Hall, potentially, Javante on top of that. Like, you you can really hammer down the, the running backs, but the wide receiver, wide receiver, or you could say the zero running back through round three. So, you go Garrett Wilson... St. Brown, Justin Fields, if you have to, and then Kenneth Walker or whatever. Um, those are those are really fun approaches. But I, I much prefer the St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Jameer Gibbs, Fields, Walker, or Walker, Fields, or Field, or, or Walker, uh, Burrow, oftentimes is a good one. But those are awesome strategies. And if you, if you like balance, go Pollard. Go St. Brown or Garrett Wilson with Pollard. Go C.D. Lamb with Pollard, A.J. Brown with Pollard, and it's a pretty it's a pretty fantastic move. Barkley's also pretty solid there, but I do like Pollard a little more. I'm not you know not everybody agrees with me. Uh, I don't think Saquon's going to be there at my pick because my brother he he's a diehard Giants That's fan. Okay. He picks at number five, and he's kind of blatantly said he's going Saquon to me. So I don't think Saquon's going to be there. Go Dublin. Um, I think my league. My league is kind of, I don't know, they're kind of old-fashioned. They don't like rookie running backs, and I plan to take advantage of that. 
So if I could, I'm getting Bijan in the first and Jameer Gibbs in the third. I don't know how likely that is, but that's kind of like my goal at the moment. But if Bijan doesn't fall, then I was thinking maybe go double receiver. Yeah. And then if Gibbs doesn't fall to me, maybe just run completely zero RB and just stack. Because it's two receivers and two flex, so I can just kind of stack up at the flex position and get value at running back later on. Bro, I I love the Garrett Wilson, St. Brown, Gibbs, Walker, Fields approach. Some of my my favorite teams I have are built off of that. Or Burrow instead of Fields. And you could easily get it done in grandma leagues or leagues where they hate rookies. Like, you get Bijan at your pick, you'll be to the moon, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, because there's some people that would take him in the top yeah. five. Like, I would take him, honestly, like around, like, the mid-first round. But my league, they, they, they would take Chubb over him. They'd probably take Henry over him. They're very traditional yeah. in terms of I don't like rookie running backs. And I plan to use that to my advantage, honestly. All right, bro, go would get Would you go Fields over Lamar? You what? Would you go Fields over Lamar? Of course I would. I'm a, I'm a Fields guy, bro. I'm okay. a, Fields could be the number one quarterback yeah, I'm a, this year. I'm a Lamar guy. Okay, well, trust your gut, but, you know, Fields to the moon. Hey, Michael, call in. Call in later. We'll right. we'll be live tonight. I appreciate right, it. Later. Thank you. We got we got a twenty dollar hauler yeah, here from uh, from Cody. Cody, appreciate you. Alert! Super chat alert! My main man Cody dropping a 20 says, Hey Smitty, been a while. I have my draft tomorrow and I'm stuck with who to take at 1.10, 2.3. I think that conversation probably helped you a lot. I mean, all that same info still applies for you. I'm I, I like Barkley. I'd rather go Pollard. It's either Pollard St. Brown or Pollard Garrett Wilson or Garrett Wilson Pollard or St. Brown Pollard or St. Brown Garrett Wilson for me. AJ Brown, CeeDee Lammer, of course, in the mix. If let's say Cooper Cup fell because someone's scared about him in the league, and, and honestly, that I would take Cup at the at the lower end of the first round. I still don't like him in the top five or anything because he's thirty years old, coming off injury. I'm just not excited about him in the four or five, but I do like Cup at the turn. And sometimes he falls, sometimes he doesn't. It just depends on your league. But I think that entire conversation helped you. I believe Wilson St. Brown is probably the best approach if you believe you can get Gibbs in three and Walker in four and Burrow or Fields, then you just take it straight to the bank, Cody. You take it straight on over there and you, you tell him I sent you. Um, probably won't help you at all, but just tell him anyway. Say, Smitty sent me. Smitty who? Doesn't matter. Where's my advance? Uh, Smitty, Dynasty 10 team, super flex, $10 hauler from my boy. To the Travis. Moon. Appreciate you, Travis, for, for dropping that super chat on screen, my guy. The man, the myth, the legend. Uh, Travis, thank you so much. Travis says, Smitty, 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 I have a question here. Uh, Dynasty 10 team PPR Superflex, Richardson, Cousins, Carr, Bijan, Walker, McKinnon, Jer- uh, Jalen Warren, Jefferson, JSM, Pickens, Sutton. Very good squad. If it's me, I may be trying to uh, love Bijan Walker, love McKinnon, love Jefferson. You got a really good squad here. Very solid squad. Vampy dropping a super. Thank you, Vampy. Very, very good team here. Um, if it's me, I'm probably trying my very best to capitalize on Sutton's slight increase in, va- in value. I'm getting a lot of Sutton questions. Like, hey, do you like Sutton now? So it seems like people are on to Sutton right now because of the duty injury. So sell him. <laughs> I didn't, I wouldn't even roster him practically, so I'm selling that guy. Sutton. And Cousins, Sutton and Richardson, Sutton and Carr for a slight quarterback upgrade. And then I'm good. 
That's all I want. I love Pickens. I love JSN. Love JJ. Love McKinnon. Love Bijan. Love Walker. You need Charbonnet. Where the hell is Charbonnet, bro? Where the hell is Charbonnet? How in the hell did you let Charbonnet slip through your fingertips when I told you you had to get him? But, but bro, that's what you need to do. The next move would be Charbonnet. And I give up like a... I mean, you might have to overpay, unfortunately. But, but yeah, slight quarterback upgrade. We're talking T-Law. Fields is maybe doable. Uh, that's what I'm going to do there with one of those quarterbacks if I can get into a Fields or T-Law. That's how I operate when it comes to Superflex. Appreciate you very much. Uh, sure, Adversity, appreciate your Super Chat. We'll put you there. I'm going to put these in, in order in which they came in. Uh, and the $10 haulers uh, and $20 haulers get handled first. Yeah, that's a little bit uh, a little bit uh, corrupt, I think, or a little bit, you could call it uh, favoritism. But you know what? $10 and $20 haulers and above. It's the way of the world. Uh, Thomas with a $10 hauler. To the moon. Appreciate you, Thomas, young man. Thomas comes in with a good question here. Appreciate your work, Smitty. Took your Dynasty Superflex advice yesterday. Traded my 25 first and second for Dotson. Hey, look, Dotson's good. In, when you're talking about two years in advance and you don't even know if the league's going to be around and you can get a guy like Dotson, who I think is going to be a potential top 15 wide receiver, you got to take it if you can win now. And get it, that's fine. I, I look you, if if it's a late first round pick, which I fully think it will be, because his team is really good. He he showed it to me. I'm okay with this move. Not everybody's gonna be. Dotson is not for everybody. Some people don't see the light. Uh, just got to offer Garrett Wilson for JSN Addison and Geno. QBs are Love, Goff, Hen and Hooker. Uh, this is a super flex. So. He's got offered Garrett Wilson for JSN, Addison, and Geno. This is a tough move in a Superflex, and it's so deceptive if you aren't, like, embedded in Superflex to be like, wait a minute, you're not taking Garrett Wilson? But JSN and Addison and Geno are tough to give up. But because you have good quarterback play, I'm going to say punch it. I'm going to say you got Dotson now, you got Garrett Wilson, you've got good quarterbacks. I'm not saying you have good depth. Getting rid of Geno could hurt, but what if Geno doesn't last two or three years? You know, we don't really know what Geno, what's in store for Geno. You know, there's a reason why we hear whispers about them backing up Geno. And in Trey Lance to Seattle, like there's a lot of rumors to that. And I'm not saying that, that Pete Carroll is feeling the same way, but I just don't trust Geno for the long term yet. I'm taking Garrett Wilson, Smitty approved. Just been Smitty approved. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that live. This is Freddy. Freddy, my boy, with a $10 holler. To the moon. Moonshot for $10 hollers, baby. And Freddy, please rate my team 10 man PPR, one QB, two wide receiver, two running back, two flux. Kelsey, Adams, Wilson, Gibbs, Fields, Walker, London, um, Dobbins, Javante, okay, Kincaid. Uh, good team, good team. I mean, boy, Kelsey, I just don't like Adams, but that's me. Adams, Garrett Wilson. I mean, I would take Garrett Wilson, you know, where you took Adams, and then Adams in the third's okay. So, like, it all works out, right? Gibbs in the fourth. I mean, come on, get out of your fields. Walker, London, you crushed it, bro. Absolutely crushed it. What I would do is trade Adams for an Alave or uh, a player that people think is ranked higher. You know, try and get more, but I, I would seriously get St. Brown. I would seriously go get Alave. I would rather have those players than Devontae Adams is here personally, but that's me. Don't give up a ton 
you know, like to, to, to make a deal that on the fair market value, you could actually, you know, like get a lot more. Um, I think Alave and, and Adams are a fair swap. Some might not agree, but I, I just, I would do that straight up, but I would try and get more. Just don't go deep into like the third and fourth round type of players and do a straight up trade. But that's the only move I make. And you don't even need to do that. You can trust in Adams and you got tons of depth. I mean, boy, you could put, you could put London or, or one of those other wide receivers in the lineup because it's a two wide receiver mandatory. And you could literally, if you wanted to, take Adams, couple him with maybe, I don't know, Javante and go after Bijan if you wanted. Like, you could go that route. You got such a stacked team. Maybe your move is to overpay. We got a $20 hauler by Overcome. And then I'm going to get the Rax Poker who's on the line. Hang, hang tight, Rax. $20 hauler, Overcome. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Okay, Rax, uh, appreciate you holding this hang tight real quick. Checking to see if B-Men is present. Can you make a call out? If he's not there right now, I'm going after his Burrow and Sutton and Dak. I'm going after his Burrow with Sutton and Dak. Overcome's going to try and send Sutton and Dak for Burrow. And and apparently he thinks B-Men's going to do that. Hey, B-Men, are you here? <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know if that's going to work. Uh, uh, Br Brucey and Rax, I got you on the line here. Um, just mute real quick for both of you and, until I call upon you, if you All could, right. to keep, keep the mouth breathing and sounds to a minimum. Thank you. Overcome, I don't know if that's going to work. I don't think B-Men's here right now, but I don't think you're going to be able to trick him uh, with that move, but that's that's a good that's a good, <laughs> that's for, for good for a good laugh. Uh, sure, adversity, Amari, Amari Connor for Henry. Absolutely. I mean, bro, I don't even, I'm not even a huge drafting Henry in 2023 guy, and I would take Henry in a millisecond for Connor and Amari, uh, who I don't even want. You know, I'm not saying I wouldn't take them if they fell and fell and fell in a draft just to trade them. I'd draft them to trade them, but I don't want either one of those guys. That's an absolute, like, smash and a half, my, my guy. That's a crazy trade. Uh, okay, what cuffs have the most standalone value? I've been talking Sharps and Mc, McKinnon. I'm uh, taking Sharps and McKinnon a lot, but who else? I have that cuff video, Vamp. I don't know if you've seen it, but it goes over all this in tremendous detail. But, yeah, McKinnon. Charbonnet are two of the best cuffs. I think I still have it on screen here. Yeah, so Charbonnet, McKinnon, Bigsby are probably the three best standalone cuffs, and ironically, they're the three best cuffs too. They're the three. Like, well, I would say Charbonnet is not the best standalone cuff. He's the best standalone like stash cuff. But the the guys that you could actually take and start are McKinnon and Bigsby, and they're probably the most attractive. Dylan's got a little bit of that appeal as well. Um, Eli Mitchell could, but th these are the, the cuffs in 2023 fantasy football. I did a whole video on it. Go check it out on my, on my, on my YouTube videos, Just search through it. You'll see a handcuff video, but these guys have like ready made flex or injury by week potential Algier a little bit too. Charbonnet's a home run stash, but it's standalone grab. So if you're talking about standalone stash, these, these three right here, if you're talking about standalone use now, McKinnon, Bigsby. Uh, by by a mile and appreciate you vampy vampy's my boy 
Appreciate you modding as well. And then let me get this one out, and then I'll go to the phone lines and go back to the remainder of the Super Chats. Jay dropping a $10 hauler. Jay, my to man, coming in strong with a 10 spot. Smitty, what do you think, King Smitty? Uh, Six-man, full PPR. We haven't seen a six-man in a while. Woo! <laughs> Hurts, Bijan, Gibbs, JJ, Garrett Wilson, Kincaid, London, Debo, starting bench, Purdy, Connor, Brees, Charbonnet, Tony... Uh, yeah, I mean, the problem, Jay, is everybody's got teams like this in a six-man. So, you know, you're all going to win. If you're not if you're not, uh, if you're not, six, you're last. I, I don't know. I don't know what to really advise you to do here. Team stacked. You know, none of these guys I want to get rid of. You know, none, none of your lineup guys I want to replace. So, Debo starting London. Love those guys. I mean, maybe you could trade like a Connor and a London or a Connor and a Debo for like Jamar Chase. Like I'm trying to get Jamar Chase, maybe Christian McCaffrey, maybe, you know, someone like that in the lineup, but that's it. There's nothing else to do. There's no, you've got great players and it's just going to be a, whose team stays the healthiest to win a six man league. But yeah, trying to get Jamar Chase will put you over the top. I would, I would work really, really hard to turn Debo or London using Connor into Chase. And keep Brees Hall because he's underrated, and I don't think you get enough for him. All right, uh, let's go to the uh, let's go to Rax real quick because he's been waiting a while. Then I'll go to the Bruce. Rax, what's up, my guy? You're live. As quick as you can, pal. Hey, what's going on, Smitty? What's up? Can you hear me? Yep. What's up, pal? Okay, uh, I just had my uh, draft last night. I kind of wanted you to uh, rate it. And uh, also help me out with a trade proposal I'm trying to make. Okay, quick as you can. I, um, I got to run here in a second. I'm on a time crunch, so hit me with a quick okay, go. I, okay, okay. I got T-Law as my quarterback, Bijan, Kenneth Walker, Khalil Herbert. Also got McKinnon. Um, my wide receivers are Calvin Ridley, Debo, Amon Ross St. Brown, Sky Moore, and Elijah Moore with Tank okay. Dell. Um, I'm trying to trade for Zach Charbonnet. I think I kind of messed up. The guy kind of knows I want him, so I can yep. tough him to a tennis. I tried to trade him uh, Devion A-Chain. But he wants Khalil Herbert, but I told him, you know, if you want Khalil Herbert, maybe you could throw in Charbonnet and Jahan Dotson for Herbert. I wonder if that's a good trade. He said he would do Zay Flowers and, uh, and Zach Charbonnet for Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I'd take that. But I'm kind of kind of hand. I'd you take would take it. that? I'd take it because you're you're in a bind. You need him. He's a must have. Zay Flowers is pretty darn good. I like Khalil Herbert a it's lot. A two two left... wide receiver, two flex. Two, it... two running back, two wide receiver, two flex. I like Zach. I, I like Zay Flowers enough, man. I like. I think he's a really good player. He's gonna have a really good year. And I think I, even though I love Khalil Herbert, I do really love him. There's still some obscurity there. Like it's not like we it's not like we know 100 percent that he's gonna be the guy all year, but I do like Khalil. I'm just telling you right now, you might see some Khalil Herbert videos. I don't want him to piss you off because you're like, why is Smitty talking up Khalil Herbert? I love Khalil Herbert, but you'll also see some Zay Flower videos, and Zay is a part of the uh, midseason monsters. So I I and so is Herbert. Herbert and Zay are both on the midseason monster list, and so you're getting Charbonnet. You know, you got to kind of correct that and remedy that. So I would do it. Zay Flowers is good enough. That's a pretty. That's a pretty good. Like, you know, you're taking a little bath if, on it because if somehow making, I can, if somehow I can make him say yes to Jahan Dotson, that's just a yeah, spot, I mean, right? bro. But if you get Jahan Dotson, you might as well. You you, you then got a better deal. <laughs> then, 
Right now, you're taking a little bit of a bath to get Charbonnet, but it's, it's it's not that bad. Zay Flowers is pretty good. You get Dotson, you're working them over and then getting Charbonnet for free. You know, all right. Hey, Rax, yeah, uh, right. call in tonight. We'll, we'll work it out tonight if you got any more questions. All right, later. Hopefully, you call in with a victory lap. All right, all right later. Uh, Brucey, right, I'm going to answer uh, one or two questions, and i got to jump. So, what's up, my, my guy? Glad uh, to hear from you. Uh, I got a trade offer of my DK Metcalf for the other guy's Debo. Would you smash it? Is it equal, or is it? It's equal. I keep DK. It's equal. I mean, D- DK and Debo, honestly, I go back and forth on. I, I honestly feel like I like Debo a tiny bit more. There's more risk involved, but I do like Debo a tiny bit more. So, I'd probably say give me Debo. Not to say that, uh, not to say that I wouldn't live to regret that. Not to say that I wouldn't waver on it like a week from now. It's certainly not something that is easy and clear cut. But and I think some might. I think a majority of people, and I believe ADP would probably support this, would like DK slightly more. But I just think Debo's, you know, Debo's just got the ability to be a top like five wide receiver. I think DK's like seven to ten, seven to twelve potential. But I don't think DK's got top five potential Debo's got a, a lower floor which kind of sucks he's riskier but I'd rather have Debo but that's me okay yeah because I just wasn't sure I was like uh all right bro appreciate uh, you I gotta get these super because right, I gotta get out of here thank you appreciate you uh phone li- phone lines are gonna be closed for the remainder of the show because I just can't take any more phone calls uh because your boy is going to be having having to head out here um, thank you, uh, 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 Rec, for the super chat. Appreciate you. There's a blank super chat here, but I appreciate any support. Uh, 499 holler from Sick Nasty. Trying to trade for Camara and Dynasty. What do you think I could get away with without overpaying? Uh, I'd have to see your team, Sick Nasty. Send me a message on the text line. But an example would be, you know, you have. Uh, you have a, a player like Amari Cooper, and you want to get like Kamara and something. You have a player that I don't I don't like in in Pittman, and you can couple somebody else with Pittman. You have uh, uh, I'm trying to trying to think of other players like like Judy. Judy was a fourth rounder. You could have got Kamara in a heartbeat using Judy. Guys like that, I, players I don't love, I'd trade for Kamara. Even if I'm even if people are drafting said player that you have around earlier than Kamara. Kamara can win leagues, but he is out three games. You have to keep that package into the price. You can't be buying Kamara at fourth-round value. You just can't. I mean, if you took Judy, Judy's not worth fourth-round value, especially now. So, like, you can trade him. Amari Cooper, maybe he's still worth fourth-round value, so you get something more in return. But Kamara, you got to be careful not to to give up talent that is still equating to fourth-round value when you can get a little bit more. But it's, it's a great question. And Kamara is a league winner. There's a reason we've been touting him all offseason long. Probably one of our best, I think, at least right now, could not work out, of course. But one of our best calls all year, just hammering down on the Alvin Kamara train over and over and over. Uh, Javante Pickens for DJ Moore. Uh, yes, I take Javante and Pickens. Pickens could be as good as DJ Moore. You obviously aren't expecting that, but it's a possibility. You get Javante on top of that. That is that is a really, really solid move. And I don't care in a non-best ball if you've got fields or not. The stack's fun, but the stack doesn't get you points. Give me the two players all day long, bro. Dynasty Superflex, I'm tanking. Got JSN in the third for Hawkinson. Uh, I can get behind that. Got Chigakonkwo in his second plus a third for Rashad White. That's great. 
because you were able to replace your tight end position. You were able to get JSN. I think those are smashes, Jack. Good job. And not everybody will agree, but I agree. Would you trade McKinnon for Kittle? Uh, if you need a tight end, that's not a bad move. I like both sides, though, to be honest. But McKinnon is very risky to be available all year because he's an older player. He's like 30,000 years old. So, or 31, one of the two. And so, you know, I, Kittle's probably safer if you need a tight end. But if you don't need a tight end, if you got like Chicka Conquad, I'd rather have McKinnon. League Bank dropped. Tony picked him up. Steal. Absolutely, Garrett. Smash. You've just been Smitty. D-Class is a big draft today. He said, let's go. Uh, look, take, take him out, D-Class. You got this, bro. This one's from uh, Michael. Michael says, thanks, Smitty. Always keeping it real. Appreciate you, Michael. You're the man. Dollar Bill dropping in with a $5 haul. Appreciate you, Dollar Bill. I have the five pick in a 12-man PPR draft tonight on Sleeper based on the ADP. My league, I can expect to drop Bijan 1, Alave 2, Gibbs 3. Smitty approved. Absolutely, bro. One of my favorite teams. In fact, this is the uh, this is the Four Horsemen, essentially. The Four Horsemen. Drafting chase in round one. Hall in two. Burrow in three. London in four. Try Gibbs in three. Burrow in four. Wilson in two. No problem. Combinations of these monsters will give your league mates nightmares, especially B. John 1, Alavi 2, Burrow 3, and Gibbs 4. Don't lie. You just made an oopsie in your pants, didn't you? Ride for horses at the same time, the four horsemen. And don't don't let that donkey and the donkey noise fool you. It is the four horsemen. Bijan, now the only difference here is your the, the ADPs have switched up a little since we made the video. But Gibbs and Burrow. So, like, you're essentially talking this exact thing right here, Dollar Bill. So, it's a smash. And Fields or Burrow in that four, in that fourth round, and you're crushing it. So, definitely Smitty approved. Uh, Trone Force with the $5 hauler. My roster, 12-man PPR. Mahomes, Olave, Pickens, Chubb, Sanders. Very good squad here. Uh, let's see here. Tr uh, trade Chubb and Andrews for Kelsey and Waddle. Yes, I would do that. I would take Kelsey and Waddle. It's really close. I mean, you could argue Chubb is worth not trading, but I think I think I would take the Kelsey difference, Kelsey and Waddle. Some people have Waddle 14 overall and Chubb 14 overall. So, you know, depending on how you view Chubb and Waddle, if you like Waddle near as much, then Kelsey crushes that and, and weighs that trade out a little more. Bijan and Jackson Smith and Jigba for Gibbs and CD. You got to take Gibbs and CD at this point in a redraft. It was if it was Dynasty, it, it would be closer because JSN could gain value. But given JSN's hurt right now, you don't know how long he's going to miss. He's not necessarily in the starter for sure role yet. Gibbs and CD is that's tough. I think Gibbs and CD is a little bit safer, but that's really tough. And I, honestly, by midseason, it's going to be even. Just in case you you're leaning one way and you're like, ah, somebody's not liking my side. I, I honestly can get behind either side. Appreciate you all, baby uh, Navy vet. Appreciate you, Vamp. Uh, adversity. I think I got adversities. Uh, called in yesterday, Amari Cooper Henry. Yeah, I think I took care of all these super chats. If I missed a super chat, would you guys please put in the in the comments of this video? Somebody, you missed my super chat. I gotta run for now. I'll be back tonight. We're drafting on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Here's the link one more time. The link's in the description of every video. Use code Smitty or the link in the live chat or the description of the video and get signed up and ready to play on Underdog Fantasy tonight. I'll see you all tonight. Appreciate you. Go go get. Uh, I don't know. Go get um, 
Go get burrowed. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. Sick Nasty, appreciate the super chat. You sent me a pic of the roster. Okay, I'll hit the text line, bro. Appreciate you. I'll hit the text line and try and get back to you right now. See you all tonight. Peace out. Thank you, Sick Nasty, for the super chat.